Happy New Year. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Happy New Year. Welcome to 2023. We are so excited to be here. Not only is it a new year, guess what? It's Pastor Edwin's birthday. Welcome to year 51. 51. 51. I was messing with you this morning. I was saying how when we were little kids, people always ask you, how do you feel to be a year older? How do you feel to be a year older? Feels great. Feels wonderful. You know, at 50, you don't know a lot, but at 51, you know everything. I mean, right. Just like just by the clock turning over, right? <laughs> right. And so we're just believing God that you're going to have an absolutely amazing year and that everything that God has for you is going to come to pass in this year. But we want to welcome all of our partners from all around the world this morning. Happy, welcome, happy new year. Welcome to 2023. We have so many people that are saying happy birthday to you, Tiara. We have Kimberly Dennis. We have Cynthia Jackson. Everybody wants you to know how much we love you, how much we care about you, and how proud we are that you are our pastor. So, Happy birthday to you. Thank you so much. And to everybody out there who's wishing me happy birthday, I appreciate it. Thank you very much to everybody who's had a birthday in 2022. That means everybody, <laughs> happy birthday to you. And so uh, it's always great to start the year off uh, celebrating my birthday. But I love uh, this year because we get to do it while we're doing uh, the huddle and why we're getting to be on live with all of our partners from around the world. So thank you. Thank you. Thank you. God bless you all. So I want to put this plug in. If you live in Northwest Arkansas or close to Northwest Arkansas, while you're listening to this message, you should be getting dressed and on your way because service today is going to be amazing. I had the opportunity to do something yesterday that I don't often do, which is sit in praise and worship rehearsal. When I tell you, baby, praise and worship is going to be so amazing today. Pastor Edwin has a dynamic word. It's going to be absolutely phenomenal. So if you live in Northwest Arkansas or if you can get here by 11 o'clock, you need to make your way. You need to, as they say, don't walk, run. You know, listen, get here because you want to be with your church family. This is Fellowship of Champions. We are a church teaching you to walk in love, live by faith and experience God's prosperity in every area of life. Now, you know what we want you to do? You're already doing it. We want you to hashtag live. If you're watching the replay, we want you to hashtag replay. And we want you to tell us where you're come, where you're watching from. We also need help with social media outreach. What do we want you to do? We want you to like this broadcast. We want you to comment on this broadcast. We want you to share this broadcast on your page, on your story. We want you to look around and see, do you see your champion, some of your champion family that's missing? I need you to tag them and say, give Get to church this morning. Get to church this morning. Listen, if you're a first-time visitor, could you wave at us? Listen, wave at us. Don't worry, we're not going to pull you on screen, but wave at us so that our virtual greeters can say to you, um, good morning. We are glad to have you. Pastor Edwin and I want to welcome you to this virtual service. We want you to know that the Bible says that you can send the word. So the same power that we feel in the studio, you can feel right at your home. The same breakthrough that's here, that's the same breakthrough that belongs to you. So we want to encourage you to engage this morning to be a part. Let us know if you're a first time visitor and to know that we are so happy to have you and to know that when you get through with this service, if you feel like that this is a place that you should be a part of, you can be a virtual partner. Now, some of you may be watching and you may have hung out with us all 2022, but you never made the commitment to be a virtual partner. We need you to run to www.focchurch.com. Scroll down and complete the partnership registration page because 
partnership has its privileges. Mm -hmm. It matters where you go to church. It matters who you're connected to. It matters who's praying for you. It matters who's standing with you because you want people who believe God, who live for God and who are full of faith agreeing with you about God's will for your life, right? Mm -hmm. Listen, tomorrow we're going to have strategies for success. We're going to kick off the year ready to go. I'll see you guys at noon for all of you who can join me. And then we're going to be making some changes to the um, we're going to be making some changes to the weekly schedule in order to be able to do something new that we believe is going to be a tremendous blessing. And all of those new listings are on the website. So if you don't ever go to our website, you ought to go to the website. It's been updated. There's a lot of new information, all the information about the new service times, when they're going to be happening during the week, and also all of the days that we're going to have the huddles are already on there. So scroll down, go through the website, familiarize yourself with it. We want to make sure that you have that information. It's available, but you've got to go to it. So make right. sure you do that. So everybody go to www.focchurch.com right now. Go there right now. Scroll and see. You can see that the next huddle is going to be what? February 5th. Yep. It's the first Sunday in, in February. The first huddle is going to be February the 5th. You can do virtual partnership. You can see every huddle for the year and you can see the new schedule, the new um, the new times. But we want to give them to you. Prayer is moving from Tuesday at 8 to Wednesday at 7. Yes. Tuesday at 8. Everybody in the comments. Everybody put it in there. Tuesday. At, it's moving from Tuesday at 8 to Wednesday at 7. And the great thing about that is you can come on at 7 o'clock Central Standard Time. We can have prayer with all of our prayer team like we've always done. The anointed prayer session. You can then take you a small break. You can go do whatever you got to do to get ready. Uh, for uh, for Bible study, which is going to happen immediately after that at 8 p.m. At 8 p.m. That actually is going to free up a night for you and for some people because a lot of you, you're there on Tuesday night, you're there on Wednesday night. And so your teens can be in uh, Ignite uh, at 7 while, while you're, you're in, in prayer. prayer. Uh, when, when you finish up prayer, they'll still be with Ignite. When they finish Ignite, then you'll go into Bible study. Absolutely. So Wednesday night is going to be one of our, our, our nights that we're going to kind of combine some things, open up another night of the week for you. Um, don't mean it to always be open because we got some, a lot of things the Lord's asking us to do. And so we may have to do some of those things on that night. But those are some of the changes and those are on the website. You can note, make note of those. And then we'll have Champion Circle on Friday morning at yep. 630 as usual. Man, Chandra, baby, she ended the year for us right. Let me tell you something. Something supernatural happens when you pray the word. We want to encourage you to get to prayer and to Bible study. Yep. And then this Tuesday, right, we're kicking off something new, right? We you want to talk about that? Sure, we're kicking off something Something new. Those of you who have been uh, watching my page or watching our Edwin and Sean Strickland page, you know that uh, on January the 3rd at 7 p.m. Uh, on Facebook, we're going to start uh, a new a new class. It's called Relationships 101. Uh, it is not just for married couples. I've been talking to so many people uh, who, who just need advice and they need tools. Uh, for how to get along in their relationships, whether those be 
familiar relationships, whether they be rela uh, romantic relationships or whether they be uh, work relationships or whatever. They just need to know how to navigate relationships. Yes, we're going to talk about marriage. Yes, we're going to talk about what it means if you're wanting to get married. Uh, but we know there's a lot of single people out there who right now are just really focusing on them and what God has them to do. <laughs> but they want to know some tools that they can put in their tool bag to be ready. And so we're going to do one class a month, right? One now. class a month. One class a month. It's going to be the, the first Tuesday of each month. Uh, and the only way you're going to be able to watch it is you have to make sure that you have gone to the Edwin and Sean Strickland uh, page uh, and that you've liked that page. And then once you've liked that page, you've gone to the place where it says um, like following or favorites and you have to turn on the live video notification. That's the only way that you're going to be notified. We're not going to be streaming it through my personal page. We're not going to be streaming it through your personal pages or your business pages. It's not going to come through the FOC page. It's going to come through the Edwin and Sean Strickland page. So make sure that you went and you've liked that page. Put it on your calendar. Uh, we're going to, the first time, we'll probably come on maybe 10 minutes early uh, just, so, just so we can troubleshoot and make sure that everybody who wants to get in can come in. Right now, we have a little over 600 people uh, who say they are either going or interested. We don't know who's going to show up, but what we do know is that whoever shows up is going to have an opportunity to add some tools to their tool bag to help develop their uh, relationship strategies. I love this because it's not just limited to relationships like marriage. We're, I'm sure we're going to be talking. Sure. The tools that we talk about, they're going to help with parenting relationships, yep. whether you're the child, whether you're the parent. And listen, it's going to be so amazing because the Bible says God wants us to prosper mm -hmm. in every area mm -hmm. of our life, even as our soul prospers. Yep. Guys, these tools right here, many of you went to marriage essentials during um, <coughs> during the pandemic, right? And we talked about how the tools we learned here, they helped us at work. They helped us at home. They helped us with our kids. They helped us with strangers. And the thing that I'm loving so much is the number of men who have it. said yep. to you, man, I needed this and I want to yep. be there, right? So we're so excited about that. It's going to be amazing. And it's free, guys. So tell everybody you know, because I believe that- You don't even have to register. Just show up. Just show <laughs> up. So it's-, it's we made it as easy as possible for anybody who wants to join to be able to be there. I believe everybody wants to improve their relationships. I hope Even so. if they don't know that they want to improve their relationships. We were just talking on yesterday about how one of our goals is every year to improve the quality of our relationship yep. with God, with each other, with our kids, with our friends. How many of you, that's also your goal? If not, make it your goal. Your goal should be to improve the relationships that you have in every way starting with God and with every other relationship that you Absolutely. are blessed to have. Absolutely. So we will see you this Tuesday at 7 p.m. January 3rd for Relationships 101 via Facebook Live on Edwin and Sean Strickland's page. Mm -hmm. It's the page together. Now listen. Go. Oh, I thought you, you were about to say listen. No, listen. Listen. <laughs> I'm excited. Because I just want to testify. Do I have anybody else who wants to testify with me that the Lord 
showed up and did us real good in 2022. He did. The Lord is good. I was listening to a song last night and it says, his goodness looks good on me. Can y'all put that in the comments? Mm. His goodness looks good on me. Whatever you see in my life that looks good, it's because his goodness looks good on me. Tell your neighbor, say his goodness looks good on me. His goodness looks and good on as me. the little kids would say, it's just going to get gooder and gooder and gooder. It's just going to get gooder and gooder and gooder. His goodness looks good on me. Can I hear that from everybody today? His goodness looks good on me. Your marriage is better, baby, that's his goodness. Mm -hmm. Your money is better, his good, that's his goodness. Your health is sustained, that's his goodness. His goodness looks good on me. And we praise you for that, Amen. right? So, you know, Pastor Edwin is going to be teaching on some, um, this service, the 11 o'clock service by himself. But today we're going to be teaching about something that I believe will be foundational for everything else that we're going to teach this year. That if you think about it, it always is. Mm. And the title of today's message is Agree with God. Speak the word. Amen. Agree with God. Speak the word. And I know I'm asking for a lot of energy today, but I need all of your energy today because I believe how you start a thing is how you finish a thing. Amen. And I think on January 1, you ought to be full of expectation. You agree with God and you speak the word. So I'm going to pray. We're going to get into the scriptures. We got five points for you today. But let me tell you something. It's going to get gooder and gooder. Amen. It's going to get gooder and gooder. You may be saying, Pastor Sean, that's not, that's not proper English. Okay, it's going to be better and best. But I like gooder and gooder. You are going to see one of my favorite scriptures at the beginning of the year is Psalms 84 and 11. It says, he crowns the year with goodness. Can you see your 2023 crowned with goodness? Because if you can see it and you can say it and you can obey, you can have it. Amen. Listen, if my 2023 is anything close, it's going to be better. It's going to be better. I'm just telling you. But if my 2023 is anything close to what 2022 was, I'm already praising because 2022 was amazing. 2022. And listen, let me say, if you're sitting there and you say, my 22, my 2022 wasn't that good. You need to come hang out with Fellowship of Champions because we over here winning, baby. We are a church teaching people how to walk in love, live by faith, and, and experience, experience God's prosperity experience. in every area of your life. Now, listen, guys, that doesn't mean we don't have challenges because the Bible tells us that there are going to be many afflictions, but he's going to deliver us. The Bible tells us that we are overcomers. This is not a promise that you're never going to have trouble. Oh, but this the Bible also promise. tells us that when trouble comes, we'll live so close to God. We won't even see it, though. Oh, so yes. we have them, but we don't always even recognize them. We don't them even recognize trouble. them. And one of my favorite scriptures in Thessalonians is that it is a righteous thing mm -hmm. for God to trouble your trouble. So if you got some trouble that tried to come into 2023 with you, you need to put God on the job. Mm -hmm. How do you put God on the job? Tell your neighbor, say, put God on the job. Put God on the How job. do you put God on the job? You got to agree with God and you have to speak his word. Amen. Let me pray. Most gracious heavenly father, Lord, we give you praise with much thanksgiving. You are a good God. We would like to thank you that we made it to 2023. Mm -hmm. We would like to thank you for every victory. 
We would like to thank you for every lesson. We would like to thank you for all of the dangers that we overcame that we didn't even know that we were in. We would like to thank you for the times you healed us, the times you delivered us, the times you helped us, the times you favored us, the times you showed us mercy, the times your grace was involved in our behalf. We just want to say thank you and we acknowledge that your goodness looks good on mm -hmm. us. We thank you for Jesus because of Jesus is the reason that we can say Abba Father and we can receive your goodness in every area of our life. We are full of thanksgiving and we are full of expectation. We look back over the memorial stones of all the things that you have done and we know that you are not done yet. And so we agree with you. We're full of expectation. Holy Spirit, come and do what you do. It do says that you says that your word, you search the heart of God to show what is revealed for us in this season. We want to be in agreement, in alignment, in sync with what heaven desires to do in our life. We believe that we receive. It's only going up for, from here. We're overcoming. We're increasing. We're growing in wisdom. We're growing in obedience. We are the blessed people of the Lord. And if you believe that and you receive it, shout amen in amen. Jesus' name. Amen. 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 Is we only getting better? We are only getting better you, because, and when you, when gooder you, and gooder, it's getting gooder <laughs> and gooder where it's getting gooder and gooder. And you got to have that expectation based on the word of God. So I'm going to kick us off with Isaiah 58, 55, eight through 11 in the NIV. Are y'all ready for this teaching? man? <clears throat> so it says in verse eight, it says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts. Neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. As the heavens are mm -hmm. higher than the earth, so are my ways than your ways mm -hmm. and my thoughts than your thoughts. As the rain and the snow come down from come down from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and making it bud and flourish. So shall that ye, so set so that it shall yield seed for the sower and bread for the eater. So is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return to me empty, but will accomplish what I desire and achieve the purpose for which I sent it. Mm -hmm. Now, if you go back this, if you just stop at verse eight, you can seem like you in trouble. He says, for my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways, my, my ways, your ways. But the Bible tells us we have received the Holy Ghost. And the purpose of the Holy Ghost is to lead us into all truth and to show us what God has prepared mm -hmm. for us. So it says, it doesn't matter that your thoughts are not my thoughts and your ways are not my ways. I got a plan to catch you up. Mm -hmm. Somebody say Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit is the plan that catches us up. Mm -hmm. He begins to teach us. He begins to instruct us. He begins to guide us. He begins to direct us. He begins to lead us. He begins to show us the way that we should go. Amen. He gives us this illustration. He says, now, as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways and my thoughts yep. higher than your ways. He says, but he's teaching us something. He says, as the rain comes down from heaven. So he's saying, listen, the heavens are higher than the earth, but the rain still comes from where? Mm. Heaven. Mm -hmm. So my his thoughts are higher than our thoughts, but our thoughts can still come from where? 
heaven. Right. He says, your ways, your ways are down here. My ways are down here. What I'm going to do is I'm going to pour my words down here to bring you up to here. Amen. So he says, as the rain and the snow come from heaven and do not return to it without watering the earth and make it bud and flourish. Now stop right there. It tells you what the word is going to do for us. The word is going to make us bud and flourish. Mm. The word is going to make us fruitful. I need all of my sanctified folks this morning to say the word is making me fruitful. The word is making me fruitful. The, the reason we want to do relationships one-on-one is because the word will make your relationships fruitful. Prayer will make your life fruitful. Obedience will make you fruitful. His word will make you fruitful. Mm -hmm. So if there's any area of our lives that's not fruitful, or not as fruitful as we need it to be, we need to do what the word says, which is to bring the word into our situation, yep. agree with God and speak that word so it can make us flourish. Amen, that's exactly right. You know, when you look at that and it says that it will make it bud, we don't have to put forth extenuating effort when we put the word of God in our life. That doesn't mean we don't take action because we know that when where the will of God is known, that's where faith begins. We then act out on that faith, but it's not our own effort that causes it. It's the word of God. Bless you. It's the word of God that causes that thing to bud in our life. And so I love that scripture. And so it says, so is my word that goes out of my mouth. It will not return empty. Mm -hmm. I believe that one of the reasons people struggle to stick with the word is you believe it could return empty. Mm. It cannot return empty. It says it will not return to God empty, but it will accomplish that which he desires and achieve the purpose that he sent it. So think about it like this. When God sends a word of freedom in your life, if you will put that word in your heart and plant it, it will make freedom come. Mm -hmm. If God, when God sends a word for your financial provision, if you will put that word in your heart and believe it, it will make financial prosperity come. It will make healing come. The word will make it bring forth. Amen. Now, it reminds me of a scripture that's not in the notes today, but in Matthew, the 13th chapter, there's a little verse and it talks about, it says that the word is like a mustard seed. That when it's planted, it is smaller than all of the other seeds, mm -hmm. but it will grow up and become a tree by which your whole life hangs on. How many of you can look at your life and you can say that you can go back and look and you can remember somebody telling you, you can believe you can receive your healing or you can believe you can receive for a better marriage or you can believe that you can receive for household salvation or whatever the promise of God is that you believe in for. And in the beginning, your problem seems so much bigger than the word, but you kept meditating on the word. You kept speaking the word. You kept obeying the word. And before you knew it, your situation had been turned by the word and the word was now sustaining your situation. Mm -hmm. That is the way we are called to live. The problem may look big. The situation may look big, but the word mm, is bigger. Mm -hmm. The problem may look powerful, but the word mm -hmm. is more powerful. Mm -hmm. And so you've got to make a decision on this first day of this year that you agree with God and you speak the word. Amen. 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 And then if you take a look at Psalms 89 and 34, it really, 
um, it, it not only dovetails with this scripture, there is really a duality in this scripture if you think about it. Because here's what it says. It says, my covenant I will not break. Now, that goes along with him saying my words aren't going to come back empty. Come on. He says, I'm going to send forth the word. The word's not going to come back empty. Why? Because I'm a covenant-keeping God. He's a covenant-keeping God. He says, my covenant I will not break. He says, nor will I alter the word that has gone out of my lips. Now, that is wonderful That's news so for those who will keep and follow the word. Yes. But understand, God's covenant is just not a covenant of rewards. It is also a covenant of consequences. Yes. And so it is important for us to understand when we read these scriptures that we don't read them with rose-colored glasses on. That we don't read them and go, oh, okay, God said that the word's going to do it. And so then I can abdicate my responsibility and I can just go out here and live like I want to live because God's word says I'm blessed. No, God's word says you're blessed, but there are conditions of the covenant. And he says, I am a covenant keeping God. I will not. He says, my covenant, I will not break, nor will I alter the word that has gone out of my lips. So when God says, if you obey, you shall eat the good of the land. That's part of covenant. Covenant says, as long as I obey, I'm eating the good of the land. But there's another yes. part of that covenant that says, if you are unwilling to obey, if you do not do the things in which I've instructed you to do, you will live at a level far lower than what I have ever desired for you. That is also part of covenant. He says, and it doesn't matter that I love you immensely. I will you not alter. Teach. I will not change the word that came out of my lips when I created this covenant with you. Because to create a covenant with you and to do something for you that I don't do for someone else would make me an unjust God. And so I am a covenant keeping God and I don't alter what I say. But watch this. You can count on what I say. No, it's so good because they, they just put in the comments. Covenant has two parts. If you do this, God does this. Yes. If you don't do this, then this is the consequence yes. that you get for this. And I think the reason that a lot of people struggle with covenant is because we have parents that did not always keep their word. Mm. So here's what I mean. There are times that your parents may say to you, hey, um, if you don't clean your room, you can't go to X. Mm -hmm. But you didn't clean your room and they let you go to X. So you think that God operates that way, but God actually doesn't oper that, operate that way. He says, listen here, find out what I told you to do and do what I told you to do. And if you do what I told you to do, you will have whatsoever mm -hmm. I say. Mm -hmm. Covenant is a relationship with God. One of the things I told you that the Lord has been saying to me about two weeks that I think is so important is that covenant keepers will experience covenant provision. Yes. Covenant keepers will experience covenant provision. There are a lot. Don't be one of those believers who isn't living your best life because even though you love Jesus, you don't keep covenant. Right. You think you're an exception. No, this is the time for you to find out what God is saying. Find out what God is saying about your marriage. Find out what God is saying about your family. You find out what God is saying about your, um, about your money and agree with God. If we keep walking through these scriptures, you're going to see this. Let's look at Joshua 25, 21 through 45. Now, these are scriptures right here, guys. Y'all ought to write these scriptures down and meditate on them because these are the scriptures that tell us why we can trust God. One, his word doesn't come return to him for mm -hmm. Two, um, he won't alter the thing that he said. But And Joshua 21 and 5 
2145. Says, not a single one. Oh, I love this scripture. Not a single one of all the good promises the Lord had given to the family of Israel was left unfulfilled. Mm -hmm. Everything he had spoken came true. Now, that may not mean anything to you unless you know in Galatians 3 that it says that if you are in Christ, mm. then you are Abraham's seed and heirs according to the promise. Mm -hmm. So not a single one of the good promises that God has given to FOC. Not a single one Not of the good one. promises yes. that God has given to the Strickland family, yes. insert your family name there, yes. was left unfulfilled. Everything he said spoken came true. Yes. Now, if you don't agree with the word, here's what's going to happen. It comes true for the Marlowe family, but not your family. Mm. And then you go, no, God doesn't keep his word. No, God keeps yeah, his word because you God. can find someone that it came true mm -hmm. for. It won't come true for you if you don't do what he tells you to do. Amen. Now, I'm going to do the next scripture because okay. I know this is one of your favorite scriptures right here. Second Corinthians 1 and 20. It says, for no matter how many promises God has made, they are yes in Christ. This goes further. It tells us how we receive. Mm -hmm. How do we receive everything God has for us? In Christ. Mm -hmm. You have to accept the Lord Jesus as your personal Savior. You accept him. You live for him. And then all of the many promises, the answer is yes, but that yes is found in Christ. Yes. And so through him, we say amen. Amen. Yes and God amen. God says yes. yes. We say amen. Yes and amen. God says this is the best year of your life yes. so far. We say amen. It is so. God says your health is getting better and better. We say, amen. Yes, God says, so. I can prosper you no matter what the economy is doing. We say, amen. It is so. God <laughs> says, you're blessed and highly favored. We say, amen. It is so. All of the promises are yes in Christ. And our job, guys, is to say, amen. Can I get y'all to say amen in these amen. comments today? Amen. 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 What amen. has God promised you? The answer is Amen. Amen. It is so. Not it's going to happen. Not it will happen. It is so. Because Joshua told us those promises have been fulfilled. Yes. They're just waiting on somebody by faith to pull it Praise into this realm. Amen. God. And that is why the psalmist, and, and you're right, I love this scripture. Psalms 119 and 96. But that is why the psalmist says, listen, it doesn't matter how many promises God has made. It doesn't matter how many people God has made various promises to. He says, you have to understand that when God makes a promise, it is yes. As long as we are saying amen. God has says yes. We say amen. We say it is so. He said, and as long as you keep that perspective, this thing you can know. That is that you have seen or you can see. That everything human has its, its limits. limits. Your mama, as well-meaning as she was, your daddy, as much as he tried to provide, the teachers who loved you, the community who supported you, you could have had the best upbringing known to mankind, but every single one of those humans at some point had, had, a, a, limitation. Limit. had a limitation. He says, I've seen that everything human has its limits. 
it has its end. He says, no matter how extensive it is, no matter how noble they were, no matter how excellent it was, he says, but, and I love that word, but. We know that word, but it solidifies everything that comes that comes after it, and, and it makes us say, okay, this thing is true, but here's something that's more true. It is true that everything human has its limits. He says, but God, your commandment is exceedingly broad, and it extends without limits. In other words, God doesn't care if you're in the most poorest populated country in the world. If God makes you a promise that you're going to be wealthy, he can get that promise to you. It doesn't matter if you have a sickness that they have never recognized in the world. They don't know a cure for it. They don't even know how to start. If God says you are healed, God has the ability to cause that healing to come into your life. Why? Because his word doesn't come back void. He's a covenant keeping God and his word will make that thing bud. You have to know that everything God says, his commandment, his word, it is exceedingly broad. It's exceedingly broad. God, When God says you're healed, he didn't have to say you were healed from cancer. You were healed from diabetes. Oh, that's so you were good. Healed. He just said you're healed. The healed is exceedingly broad. He says, and oh, it goes good. on and extends without limits. Well, it's not just diabetes, but it's type one or type two. It, you're healed. It extends without limitations. God doesn't have to call out the name of every cancer they ever find. He says, you're healed. Why? Because his word's exceedingly broad and it extends without limits. And, it, it go, and this is culminated when it says, there is a name that is above every yeah. name. The name is Jesus. Can I get somebody to shout Jesus today? Mm -hmm. Listen, I need you guys to get for because here's the thing. This is where this is where a lot of people really have a disconnect that we want to bridge for you. It's not enough to believe, be a believer. You've got to know what God says. Yes. You got to believe what God said enough to act on. And as Dr. Higgins said, you got to be able to move the way God says move. You got to be You got to know him and you got to move. The way God said. And so it's not enough to say, I'm a believer, I'm a believer, I'm a believer. Paul said, I mean, James says, in James it goes like this, where is your faith if there is no action? Mm. If I cannot see action, if when we were believing God, and, and you know, and I think this is such a good example, when we were believing God for our marriage to be restored, we both had to believe enough to do what God said. Amen. Amen. We believed enough to do what God said. It is, does what we say matter? Yes. But what we say has to propel us into action. What we believe should propel us into action. Amen. And I love when we see this at work, even in our family. Just yesterday, a couple of our kids were talking to us about different things somebody said in the family, and they said, don't use your words yeah, that yeah. way. Don't use your words that way. One of the things we say in our family when somebody doesn't feel well is we don't say they're sick. We say they're challenged in their body. They're challenged and they're overcoming. And Edwin made a comment about somebody being sick, and Chase said, hey, we don't say that yeah. in our family because we agree with God. We agree with God. Stop talking to your situation about your situation. Stop judging your money based on what's in your account. Stop judging your relationships based on what you can see. What did God say? Agree with God and then say what he said. And understand this. I was talking to somebody the other day and they were talking about what the expert said. 
And I was like, you should know me well enough to know by now. I don't care nothing about what no expert said. If we had listened to the experts, Jordan would not be on her way to college. Mm -hmm. If you take the word of the experts, hear what I'm about to tell you. If you take the word of the experts, you are limited to the best that earth has to offer. And most of the time, what earth has to offer is inferior. That is why that scripture that you just read is so important. Everything human has its limits. Experts have their limits. Doctors have their limits. Credit bureaus have their limits. But the word of God is exceedingly broad. So those of you who did not get your house in 2022, how are you going to get it in 2023? Because the word of God is exceedingly broad. You're not going to get it because everything necessarily looks right in the natural. You're going to have to do what God is telling you to do. Amen. 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 Now, let's look at Mark 11 and 23. Mark 11 and 23. Man, this scripture is so important. We're going to read it. It says, for verily I say unto you that whosoever shall say unto this mountain, be thou removed and be thou cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he says shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he says. Mm -hmm. Look at the comparison here. It's one part heart, three parts saying. You believe in, it says, who shall, if you, back at the beginning, it says, whosoever shall say, ask your neighbor, what are you saying? Mm -hmm. Whosoever shall say to this mountain, insert this situation, this debt, this health crisis, this mental illness, whosoever shall say unto this problem, be thou removed and be cast into the sea and shall not doubt in his heart, but shall believe those things which he said shall come to pass. He shall have whatsoever he said. Mm -hmm. Now, a lot of believers don't like this, but the reality of it is, is that most of the stuff that you see in your life today, you created when you said it. And it's not just, and I, 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 you know, I, I used to, I used to struggle with this before I got a revelation of it. It's not what you say when things are well. Yes. Come on. It's, It's not what you say when you can pay your bills. It's not what you say when you go to the doctor and they tell you that you're healthy as an ox. It's not what you say when you and your wife literally are living the romantic soap opera lifestyle. It's it's not what you say then. It's what you say when you are challenging your finances. It's what you say when that doctor's report comes back and it is unexpected. It is what you say when you and your wife can't seem eye to eye and divorce seems like it's right around the corner. It is what you say in pressure that you have. Why? Because the Bible says that out of the abundance of your heart, your mouth will speak. We only know what's in your heart when there's pressure on it. When there's pressure on your heart, and we don't mean this when it's beating, we mean the heart of your life, your soul, your mind, your will, your emotions, your imagination, your intellect. When pressure gets on those things, what do you say then? Because that's who you really are. 
And that is what connects you. And I used to struggle with that because I'm like, man, I done said 15, 20 times. I'm blessed of the Lord. I only said one time I didn't have enough money to pay all my bills. But what was in my heart was I didn't have enough money to pay my bills. So it only took saying that one time to make a heart mouth connection and brought me into that reality. No, that's so good. Do y'all understand what pastor? So it's not just what you say when it's going well. And that's one of the reasons we say declarations are important, but declarations aren't the real test because anybody can get up in the morning and make a declaration about your kids. What do you say when your kids do something crazy? The point of the declaration is to get you into a headspace. Yes. So that what automatically comes out of your mouth it's, is the word of God. It's what God is it's saying. It's what God is saying. It's, Declarations doesn't make it so. What it does is it solidifies me in what God has said. So when pressure comes, I'm only saying what God is saying. I'm only saying what God said. I want you to say this. Say, I only say what God said. I only say well, and God one of the it. things is so That's right. Important. You got to tame that tongue. You got to tame that tongue. That's I love right. how they keep pulling it yeah. back to those four things yeah. you gave us. There's nothing that we're teaching that's not fitting into yeah. that. You're going to, you either taming your thoughts, you're taming your tongue, you're taming your temperament, or you're taming your team. Yeah. That is being transformed by the renewing of your mind. Is. That is the ability to say, I'm really upset about something going on in my family, but I'm not going to rant. I'm going to go to the Lord because I want to make sure that I say the right thing because I'm so aggravated right now. And I'm so convinced by what I see right now that if I speak right now, I'm going to come out of agreement with God. Mm -hmm. And we've had to learn that. We've had to practice that. We have had to, and we're still practicing. We're still growing and becoming because sometimes something can happen and listen, those consequences in the natural, they can seem so big. And if you're not careful, you will let your confession slip. Yeah. You've got to discipline yourself to say, I say what God says. That is why Paul said, study to be quiet. Mm -hmm. I got to study to be quiet. I got to learn how to hit the pause button. You know, and when, when we, we this, there's a scripture that talks about not letting corrupt communication come, come out on. of your mouth. A lot of people used to use that scripture to say, oh, it's wrong to curse. I, I believe that. But that particular scripture wasn't just talking about profanity. When it talks about corrupt communication, it's talking about communication that will corrupt your life. When Lord, the Lord says you're healed and you say, oh, I, I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm going to die in three months because the doctor said uh, I ain't nothing they can do. When, when you start to agree with those kind of words, that too is corrupt communication. When you say stuff like, you know what, every time I get my check, it's already spent. That's corrupt communication. And so you have to make sure that you are only saying what God has said about you. You have to agree with the word. You have to agree with that word. They pull that scripture up, put it up on the screen so we can see it. It's so good. And it disbears what you're saying. Yes. It says, let no corrupt communication proceed out of your mouth, mm -hmm. but that which is good to the use of edifying, edifying. that it may minister grace to the hearer. So here's a and real sometimes question. sometimes you need to hear for yourself. You need to hear. You're the hearer. You're the hearer. You're the hearer. So here's what this scripture is saying. If you're believing that God supplies all of your need according to his riches and glory, why would you say you ain't got no money? Because when you do that, you do do verse 30. You do verse 30. You grieve. You grieve the Holy the Ghost. Holy Ghost. <laughs> and, and listen, you may want to just go ahead right now and say, I repent. 
I repent. I turn from that. I can see times where I've gotten frustrated, where I've gotten aggravated, where it looks like it's not going to change. And what I do is I let my mouth run off. I talk too much. And James talks about the power of that. Come he on. says your tongue is the smallest member of your body. He says, but it's just like a rudder on a ship. He says, even though that rudder on a ship is the smallest part of that ship, it has the ability to turn the direction of that entire ship. He says, your mouth is like a flame in a forest fire. He says, even though it's small, it can light an entire forest on fire. Your tongue is the centerpiece of your life. What you say about you, what you say about your family, what you say about others, when that thing connects with what you really believe in your heart, you're going to receive the manifestation of it. And that's why watching what you say, taming your tongue is so important. That's so good. I was thinking the other day. That's why I want to caution you, not just what you say about your own family, but what you say about other yes. people. Here's a good example. If you know that somebody is standing and believing God for their child, like say their child is addicted or right. their child is an abusive relationship. Don't be out here gossiping, talking about, oh, Sarah ain't gonna never get free. She just keep on acting a fool. That does not glorify God. It does not help the hearers and it grieves the Holy Ghost. Mm -hmm. God is looking for some people that can see a situation that is raggedy, a situation that has been limited by corruption, a situation that has death and destruction all over it and say, God, what do you want to do in this situation? You want Sarah out of that relationship? Father, I thank you in the name of Jesus that everywhere Sarah goes, you're speaking to her mind. You're letting her know that she is capable of so much Amen. more than this, that she is deeply loved. You because sometimes we we may be we may have some we may have a level of restraint for our own lives, sure. but we say anything about other people. Come on. We say anything about other people. If Etoy is believing for her family, I ain't got no business out here speculating with Teresa about what's going on in Etoy family. I need to be speaking life. I and gotta, if I can't speak life, I need to study to shut up. I, no, no <laughs> listen. We, not listen. be quiet. I need to study to shut up. The ministry of shut up is from the Holy Ghost. That's right. If you the ain't got the right thing to say, shut, shut up your mouth. Is from the Holy Ghost. Amen. Your words. There, put put this in the comments, guys. There are no neutral words. No words are containers. They contain life or they contain death. There but are words are containers. No neutral words. <clears throat> your words are either life, yeah, or your words are death. Period. Your words are either releasing heaven, yeah. Or your words are releasing hell. That's right. And that's why I told us to repent five minutes earlier. Because how many of us can see in the past we have released hell in a situation that we want heaven to show up Amen. in? Amen. You releasing hell, but you want heaven to show up. Come on. And then you frustrated because heaven isn't showing up when you constantly releasing hell. My I'm God. just keeping it. I'm just saying it mm. what it is. You, What's that thing they say, babe? It is. It is what, what it is. is. No, it is. No, it is what God what says. What God it is. says it is. 
Can y'all see what I'm saying here? Does this make sense? We're about to give you five points and we're about to get over here. But I want to make sure this makes sense to you. Can you see in your life? Can you see that at work you've spoken death? Can you see that when you, you, you got to be careful about saying things like every time I get ahead, something takes me two steps back. You got to be careful about saying so-and-so ain't going to never change. They just like they daddy. They just like they mom. You got to be careful of saying about yourself, I'm rejected. I'm an orphan. I'm abandoned. I was talking to a lady one day and she was talking to me about she, this is how she identified herself and her husband. Mm -hmm. She said, we are the black sheeps of our family. Mm. She said, and our children are the black sheep of our family. Mm. I said, who told you that? Mm. Where did you get that from? And so she, because she- and We was, ain't gonna talk about why black gotta be bad, but go but ahead. No, that's another <laughs> message for another day. But go ahead. But she's saying, so she, it, it's not enough that she took on. It's not enough that she someone- She assigned it. It's Come not on. enough that someone said it about right. her. Right. She then received it. She then it. received it. And she, now, 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 let, I want y'all to hear what she's saying my to God. me. My she God. is saying to me, my kids have a hard time building relationships. Mm. And she's saying it's because they are black sheep like us. Mm. How many of you can see right now? That you that somebody sent a death, a word of death, a word you, curse, a word curse over you, and you agreed with it. My God, today. See, we coming out of this because in 2023, you're going further than you've ever gone before. Mm -hmm. You're gonna experience gooder and good. Can you see that? Can you see times in your life? Somebody said something about you. Somebody said you couldn't really learn. Somebody said you couldn't do this because you was a black woman. You couldn't do this because you was a black man. You couldn't do this because you live here. You couldn't do this because of your daddy. You could only do this because of your mama. And it's not just that they said it. It's that you received it. Mm. Mm. We break up with everything that's not God for our lives. We call it ashes. We call it ashes. God, we repent for every single time mm -hmm. we have come out of agreement with heaven yes. and we have agree agreed with hell. Now, I just heard this by the Holy Ghost. Somebody said, well, what do, how, how do I correct my kids? How do I correct a situation without speaking death? You speak to potential. Mm -hmm. You speak to potential. So let me give you a good we example. We used to call it dig for gold. You dig, you for, dig gold. for gold. G-O-L-D. Mm -hmm. You dig, you for, dig gold. for gold. So if you see someone who is not living what God told them to be, you speak to them as though they are. Mm -hmm. You, you, you treat the person who's addicted and you tell them that they're better than that. Mm -hmm. You tell them that they're more capable than mm -hmm. that. You, 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 you don't, you don't, you don't say, you don't say you made a C cause you lazy. You said, I know you can make an A cause mm -hmm. I know what's in you. I know what's in you. I know what's in you. You dig for gold. You dig <laughs> for gold. Now I want everybody to practice as we get these five steps. I want you to think about something that you normally say that you realize you're trying to dig for gold, but you're really not. Mm. You're really just reinforcing the problem. Mm. You're really just talking about they lazy. You're talking about they lie all the time. Somebody put some examples in here about the way you can say something that agrees with God. Mm. 
Sometimes I, I said to one of my kids the other day, I've already seen you in your future. Mm -hmm. I know this isn't the real you because I've seen you in your future. Now, what happens? Now, this is what the Bible does. Well, the Bible tells us God did with Gideon. Mm. Gideon is terrified Hide. to go to battle. Mm -hmm. He is hiding in a wine press. When he was supposed to be out leading. He's supposed to be out leading the people, guys. He don't win a heat. God don't come in there and say, get your scary tail out of here. Sorry, you no sorry. Good. You afraid of cat. <laughs> you scared of everything. That is not what God no. said. What did he call it? He says, you mighty man of valor. He dug for gold, didn't he? He dug for gold. He said, you mighty man of valor. You mighty man of valor. I want to speak to you, you mighty man of valor mm -hmm. today. I want to speak to you, you mm -hmm. virtuous woman of God today. Yeah. I want to say to you, you are everything that God mm -hmm. says you are. You are an overcomer. Yes. You do have wisdom. You are a loved and accepted in the beloved. You are favored. You do experience the goodness of God Glory every day. God. That is who you really are. Your circumstances have been lying to you. These words from the enemy have been lying to you. You are who God says you are. And I really feel this real strong. You are not rejected. Stop saying you're rejected. Right. You're not abandoned. Stop saying you're you abandoned. Are not alone. You are not alone. Stop saying that you are alone. The Bible says if you made your bed in hell, you could not be there by yourself because God would be there mm -hmm. with you. Now, what would happen if you begin to say to your kids? What would you be? What would happen if you begin to say to yourself, "Not I need to do better. Mm. Not I suck. Come Not on, I messed on. up again. Come but on. I am who God oh says God. I am. Yes. I can get up and I can clean yes. this room today because I can do all yes. things through Christ who strengthens me. I can overcome calculus because the greater one lives on the inside of me. What would happen if we talk that My way? God. We see we, we see change. We see heaven. We 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 see we see we see heaven in our lives and be able to distribute that heaven everywhere we went. Hallelujah! Now we want to just give you these five points and we gonna get out your way. This is what you got to do. Yeah. This is what you got to do. Yeah. You want to do the even odd. It doesn't matter. You do even. All right. Odd. All right. So number one, the first thing you got to do, and we've been talking about this, you got to make a decision to trust God based on His word. Not, Not on your, your feelings. feelings. Yep, we used to use the word all the time back in the in the, in the eighties and in nineties. Fickle, fickle, fickle. Your feelings are fickle. They are subject to change. How do I know? Because you can be walking and happy one moment, and something can happen, and you can be scared and terrified the next. Then another moment later, you can something can happen, and you can be sad. And then five minutes later, you can be happy all again. Why? Because your feelings are fickle. You have to trust God based on his word. The Bible says over there in Hebrews that his word is an anchor for our souls, so, our minds, our will, our emotions, our imagination, and our intellect. You got to anchor that thing because your feelings are going to fluctuate. We live in a world. The Bible says that you and I have an adversary. And that adversary, he walks around like a Each roaring babe. lion, seeking whom he may devour. How does he do that? He can't physically attack us, but he can attack us by getting us to think wrong thoughts. Again, taming your thoughts, right? You got to tame your thoughts. Why? So that what you can do is trust God based on his word, period. Not on how you feel about it. I don't feel like God going to come through. Who cares about your feeling? Has God ever said he was going to come through and didn't? That's what I'm basing it on. God has God's not a liar and he hadn't lost the battle. 
And so if the, if the word says I win, I choose to believe I win, Sean Strickland, regardless of what's going on. I in win my in life. every situation. Regardless of what's going on. In fact, one of my first I don't care what it looked like. Was a t-shirt to say what? No matter no what, matter I, what win, I win. No matter what I win. You know, there have been so many football games over the last few weeks. And if you watch any of those football games, there were football games where it literally looked like a team had lost the game. It was over with. But then something happened and they turned around and they win the game. You know why? Because in their mind, their game wasn't over yet. And for some of you, you quit playing the game, come on, before the game is over. What do we mean you quit playing the game? You quit coming to church? You you quit believing God? You quit you quit sowing seeds? You don't tithe anymore? You quit obeying? You stop fasting? You quit, you on, quit God. on the game. You start looking at crystals. Yes. You start looking at yes. astrology. You start looking at now, witches. Now, rather than declaring that your place, of, your place where you work and where you live is blessed, now you got saved. You burning everywhere you go. Mm -hmm. You quit. Quit on God. No, you quit on God. So if you quit on God, today's the day to come back. Today's the day to quit being lazy. You about have to say, I don't care how I feel. It's why the psalmist says, I'll make myself bless the Lord. He says, I command myself. Why? Because I may not feel like it, but it's the right thing to do. Well, really, because what y'all, some of y'all out here trying to do is you trying to raise your frequency instead of build your faith. Come on. You out here trying to raise your frequency. I'm, 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 I'm raising low, my frequency. I'm low, vibra low, vibration. low vibrational plates and high vibrational you plates. You better get you some faith. You better faith. get you some faith and you better live by faith. Whatsoever I say, yes. it shall come to pass. You better make a decision to it, trust you God. You better make a decision to Based trust on God. His word and not your feelings. I'm not trying to be funny. I'm just going to say this. Do you know how dumb it is to clean your energy with sage, mm. to clean your apartment with sage, mm. when you can say in the name of Jesus everything that don't belong to God, get up out of here? Mm. You know how crazy that is to be over here clicking crystals, trying to figure out where you going when you can just ask the Holy Ghost who knows if we, all if, things? And listen, if we're offending you by talking about sage and crystals, let me just say this from the bottom of my heart. So what? We do not care. <laughs> we do not care at all. Why? Because greater is he that is in us than he that is in the world. And the reason it ain't working for you and them crystals ain't working and that sage ain't working is because you have quit on God. Learn to trust God. Wait, wait. wait. And since we already out here, let me go ahead and say this. And some of y'all can't get no man because you convinced that you can't date Taurus, you can't date Capricorns, you can't date Libra. Listen, so literally... Instead it's, it's, of being led by the Holy Spirit, <laughs> you letting a zodiac sign, a, a star that was created by God, tell you who you can be with. It ain't your sign. It's you. <laughs> it's not the sign. It's you. If you get right with God and you get right in God, everything you need would be prepared and show up for you. Okay. Come on. Go to number okay, two. Okay, 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 okay. Number two. To the best of your ability. Yes. Do everything he tells you to do. Follow the instructions. To the best of your ability. Here's the thing. None of us are going to hit it all the time. That's right. But we should not be comfortable with missing it all the time. Mm -hmm. You were explaining something to me yesterday and I was laughing. I was saying, okay, I have worked in with um with kids who special, had IEP special needs, kids. special needs kids right even Jordan has an IEP yes and I was saying to you I never understood when we were in the meetings why the goal wasn't a hundred percent proficiency 
Now explain how you explain to me. I was saying that on an IEP goal, you don't put 100% proficiency on a goal because technically none of us ever do anything 100%. But I was using an example of Jordan in her speech. If Jordan doesn't say the S word correctly at all, to expect her to do it 100% of the time is unrealistic. If you do a goal that's 70% or 80%, what you're saying is that if she uses the S word a hundred times, that she's getting it correct 70 or 80% of the time. Once you can build mastery at 70 or 80%, then you can work on the examples or the times in which she doesn't say it right. But at right, but right now she's not saying it right at all. I said, so in so when it comes to, to following God, we don't have to try to tell people you gotta you gotta expect a hundred percent. Can I get you to obey God 70%? So if I can get you to go big guy 70%, I can figure out the 30 you're not successful on and then build on that. So what I hear you saying mm -hmm. is that many of the saints need an obedience IEP. Oh, we need to live under one. You need an obedience mm -hmm. IEP mm -hmm. because you are not proficient in obedience. You one out of 10 times is the only time you being obedient. Yeah, see, that's, that's but not a now good what you got to do is you got to say, okay, if in 2022, I was obedient one or two times, my goal is to be obedient seven or eight times. Mm -hmm. My goal is to tell your neighbor, say, get your obedience up. Everybody put that in the yes. comments. Get your obedience up. Get your <laughs> obedience up. Stop being so content. Only stop being so content failing. Yeah, right, right. Stop being right, so content right, failing obedience. Right. Okay, maybe you don't read your Bible every day, but you don't read your Bible for once a come month on, when on. you when your rent is due. Come on. Don't be okay mm -hmm. having pathetic obedience. Mm -hmm. Get your obedience up. So to the best of your ability, that means even if, like even with Jordan with speech. It's times when she would get tired. Yes. And when she would get tired, that, that mouth formation would get lazy. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And then she had to keep learning how even to hold the form when she was tired. Yep. Some of you need to learn how to be obedient even when you're tired. Even when you're going through. Even when you're tired. Be even obedient when even when you're tired of obeying. Up. There you go. Get your obedience yes. up. Number three. Say what he said. We did a whole. We just we just talked we about. Just this. We, 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 we just did that. We just talked about. Just if you if you don't know what that means, rewind this video later on. Say what he said. Tame your tongue. Tame your thoughts. Learn what God has said, so you can say what God has said. Amen. If you struggle, go to www.focchurch.com. Go to the confession section and then confess every one of those confessions about whatever area of your life you're struggling in. We've given you tools to allow and to help you learn to say what God has said. Number four. Number four. This one of my favorites. Expect mm. to see his goodness every day. Mm -hmm. Expect to see his good. I think it's one of the things that you would say about me in the time yeah. you know me. Mm -hmm. I expect goodness mm -hmm. every day. Mm -hmm. I expect things to work in my favor. I expect the favor of God. I expect the Holy in Spirit. In the land of the living. In the land you, of the living. You ain't talking about one of them just sweet by and by expectations. You're talking about I expect to see God in, while I'm here on the ground still around. And this may help with somebody's obedience. 
because I expect to see his goodness every day, mm -hmm. it's why I'm more inclined to do what he's saying. Mm. Because I expect to see his goodness. So let me just give y'all a practical example. I get up every day expecting to see the goodness of God. So if I was on my way to one Walmart and God said go to another Walmart, I go to that Walmart because I expect to see Because you expect to get goodness. There. I expect his, I expect that wherever God sends me, mm. there is goodness. Mm -hmm. Wherever God sends you, there is goodness. Some of you sitting in places and it ain't good because it ain't where he told you to sit. Ooh. Expect to see his goodness every day. I get up looking for his Ooh. goodness. So when he says, call this person, I call him because I expect to see his goodness. I drive the way he tells me to drive. I literally have this thing that when I'm driving, if I'm, if I'm about to take a regular way that I normally go, and I see myself on another road, I take that other road because I expect mm. to see his goodness. Mm. Guys, if you expect to see his goodness, obedience gets easy. Oh, yeah. It oh, gets yeah. easier, oh, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Expect to, see, expect his to goodness. see his goodness. And then this last one, number five, you got to practice gratitude. gratitude. You got to practice gratitude. If you don't practice having an attitude of gratitude, no matter what goodness you see, it's never enough. You becoming it's it's never it's never and I don't mean enough like you say you know we used to you know people used to say that thing about how Lord if you never bless me I'll be satisfied well that's not the truth and it's not the character of God God is not into blessing you one time and then never doing anything else Amen. but He is expecting His people to practice gratitude I, it was funny I'm gonna tell on myself because I had an experience this week in which um, some 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 financial resources uh, that I had an expectation for didn't come to the total I thought it should be. And it's not that I got mad or got a bad attitude about it, but I'm a planner. So I had planned to have a certain amount of resources to come into my life this particular week. Well, when it didn't, I was like, oh man, you know, that's messed up is what I said in my mind. And the Lord said to me, he said, can I ask you something? I said, sure. He said, will you get your calculator out? He said, and I want you to take that amount that you did get. He said, and I want you to multiply it by 52 because it's 52 weeks in a year. He said, and I want you to look at that number. He said, do you see that the number, I, the number you got just this week, if you multiply just that number, which is a lower number than you were expecting, and you multiply that by 52 weeks, do you see that bottom number? That's what you would have in a year? He said, are you really going to be disappointed because you had an expectation that didn't really live up to what happened? And I tell you, I repented. I told you about it. I repented. I said, Lord, you know what? You're right. I, 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 I messed it. I, I, I didn't get that's that 80 percent. That's that 20 percent I missed that gratitude. I said, Lord, I'm sorry. I repent. I apologize. I thank you for everything that you've done. What about my week? And last night. Last night, somebody sent me a gift that was literally more than what I was expecting for the entire week. God is like, you have got to learn to practice gratitude every single day. And it's not, it's, and, and I tell on myself and I'm transparent because other people need to know that. People need to know that if you practice an attitude of gratitude, then when you have that expectation to see God's goodness every day, and maybe you don't see it one day the way you thought you would see it, because the truth is every day we open our eyes, that's, 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 that's expectation of his goodness. Every time we wake up clothed in our right mind, 
That's expectation of his goodness. But when you doesn't show up sometimes the way you expect it, if you don't allow yourself to get bogged down with, with not having an attitude of gratitude, God has an amazing way of bringing back to you the very thing you desire and then some. As we always say, God already knows what he's going to do. This is so good. It's two things I want to say about this practice gratitude. Um, if you are a person, and I want you to be transparent if you know that this is you. If you are a person who does not naturally see the cup as half full. full. Yes. If you are, I am a person, yes. you would agree, right? I'm sure. I am a person who naturally sees the cup as half full. Sometimes when ain't nothing in it. Sometimes. But ain't nothing wrong with it. I'm just saying that sometimes when ain't, no, there ain't nothing in the cup, you still see it as half full. Absolutely. Yes. Absolutely. It always be something because he before make it the break. Yeah, there you go. Right. If you are a person who does not naturally see the cup as half full, you will have to discipline yourself discipline. to be grateful. Yep. Because literally there will be things that will be happening for you. And I keep saying it, but it's part of, that's why you got to tame your team. You got to get you some people, you got to get you some use around you. If you are me, you got to get you some use around you. You know, you got to tame your, you got to tame your thoughts. You got to tame your mouth, tame your, tame your tongue, right? Tame your temperament, your heart. You got to tame those things. Everything we're talking about is, is capsulated in there. I'm it sorry, No, it absolutely is. But do you see what I'm saying? You, you've got to train yourself. Train you've got yourself. to discipline yourself. Well, what are some practical ways that you can discipline yourself? I, and I'll tell you as a person who sees the glasses half full, overflowing, truth be told, I mm -hmm. see the glass so flowing. If I was believing for $100 mm -hmm. and I found 50 cents, mm -hmm. I'm going to thank God for that 50 yep. cents. Now all I need is $99.50. Yep. If somebody... If I find $5 in my pocket or in another purse, I'm going to thank God. People who don't see the glass as half full go, that's just $5. Mm -hmm. I go, I'm $5 closer. Mm. That is a way you can practice. The other thing that I... Instead of saying, I'm still $95 away. Yes. It's, it's about changing your perspective. I say I'm $5 closer. Yes. Yes. You would naturally say, yes. I'm still $95 yes. away. Yes which is yeah. going to create some things in your soul right. that make you right. sad. Right. Where my, what I'm going to create is going to push my expectation. Yeah. Yeah. Okay? Yeah. Now, but, but you can be a half empty person and change. You can't. You don't have to stay that way. You, you don't have to stay I've that way. You change. I say that to all my people who are that way. You don't, just because that may have been the way you were, were 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 raised or the way you saw it or the way you came to being, you do not have to stay that way. The truth of it is God did not make you to see the worst in every situation. No, no. If you see the worst in every situation, that is a trauma response. Yes. So you're not disappointed. Yes. So you first need to acknowledge yes. that if you see it that way, you have, the enemy has programmed something in you that did not come from God. That's right. That's right. Because I cannot be in faith always looking for the bad thing That's right. to happen. That's right. Okay? That's right. Does that make sense, guys? But the other thing that God said is we, we were that you were talking, right? When you said you had an expectation, right? Mm -hmm. I think this is such a good thing. Mm -hmm. You had an expectation 
But did God, God. tell you That's right. that you could expect right. that? Right. So sometimes we're offended yes. because we wanted Absolutely. something. Absolutely. Now, God told you, and here's what we do, guys. And we about to wrap up so you can get ready to give your offer. Because here's what God said. God said, I'll bless you every week beyond what I've ever done before. And he has. But because that particular week wasn't what I, that's why I said what I had determined, then, then the, the, the disappointment, the lack of gratitude began to seep in because I had set an expectation for something without, without remembering what God said. Which is, and that's why I love Holy Spirit. He'll take you back. He said, hold on a second. He'll check you if you let it. He said, hold on a second. Go back and look at that number. Look at the number that I gave you on this week, and I want you to multiply by 52 and tell me if you've ever done that. If you've ever done that in a year. And he's like, at, at, at the lowest, what you think is the lowest, I'm still better than you than, than, than you've ever had in your life. And so it was like one of those things where I was just like, yo, I'm doing it again. I, I'm, I'm, I, I, I got to work on it. And God so good will let you no, repent but, and change. But can y'all see that? Because I think the thing is, is that it shows that even those of us who trust God, yeah. even those of us who trust God will make a resource the source. Absolutely. Because God already knew what he was he, going to do to get you what he said. He had already spoken to whoever he needed to speak to who was going to do what they did yesterday. He already had do y'all understand he what we're saying? He had already done that. So it'll be like if God said to you, this year, you're going to make more money than you've ever made before. Yeah. If you just look at your job, you can be disappointed. Mm -hmm. If you just look at your real estate or your stocks, you can be disappointed. Because those are all just resources. And the more faithful they yes. get, yes. the more you, likely you, you are. You depend on them. Come on. Do y'all understand Come what on. we're saying? Come on. The more faithful mm -hmm. they are, mm -hmm. the more consistent mm -hmm. your job is at giving you a bonus uh -huh. every 90 days. The more consistent, the more consistent it is with selling the house. With selling the house. With, with getting the stock dividends. Do you see that? Yes. If you're not careful, yes. even somebody who loves God can feel like God let you down when because you made a resource a source. Come on. Come on. And what we're going to do in 2023 is we going to keep the main thing the main we thing. We're going to make the source the source. The source is the source. Amen. Which means God can get it to us any way he chooses. Any way he chooses. Any way he chooses. I'm just going to be grateful along the journey. I'm going to be grateful along the way. Amen. And so if I thank God for what I did get, mm -hmm. because I really believe, this is my personal opinion, I believe that God, the Holy Spirit made that adjustment in you mm -hmm. because you couldn't have even received last night. Oh, yeah. It, it probably he wouldn't made, have even happened. He, he said, I got to fix this thing yeah. right here because you about to be snared by the words of your and mouth. how many times does the Holy Spirit try to fix something for us, but we get so stubborn and so stuck in our ways, and then we wonder why provision doesn't show up. It doesn't show up, not because God hadn't told provision to show up, but because we let our stubbornness get in the way. I tell people all the time, I mess up a lot, but I'm quick to repent. You are. I'm quick, quick to, to repent. repent. I, I, I realize because if you are not quick to repent, you will miss out. So yes, I may miss it sometimes. Sometimes that that and, and I ain't trying to be funny, but sometimes that strict one arise up in me. And if and if it does, and it doesn't align with God, then I'm quick to repent and say, God, I missed it. How can I fix it? And God is faithful and just to allow us to fix it. 
Amen. Listen, Amen. the first thing you may want to fix today is you may want to rededicate your life to the Lord and give your life to Jesus. Amen. Because you may realize as you was talking here, listen here, I don't even follow God. I have confessed Jesus, but I don't even follow God. Oh. So I need to rededicate my life. The reason it's so hard for me to rededicate, to give the rest of myself to God is because my soul don't belong <laughs> to God. Right. I can't give God my money, my time, or my attention because my soul don't belong to him. So I want to rededicate my life to the Lord. I want to accept Jesus as the personal, as my personal savior. If that's you, I just want you to invite Lord. I want you to have free reign in my life. Mm -hmm. One of my favorite prayers that somebody said about, um, they, they didn't know a lot about God, but they just said, Lord, take my whole life and mm -hmm. do something with it. Take my whole life. Take my whole life and do something, do something with, with it. it. Take my whole life and do something with it. Cause I'm gonna mess it up if you can pray I that right control. now. Lord, take my whole take life my whole and do life something and do with something it. With. I believe that Jesus is the Son of God. I believe that Jesus died for me take to be reconciled to the Father. I want to be filled with the Holy Spirit. Take my whole life and do something with it. And if that's you, you made a decision to rededicate your life. You made a decision to accept Jesus, your personal savior. Just say that's me in the comments. Listen, if you want to be a virtual partner, you can go and fill out the form. You want to be a virtual. You want to be a virtual. You partner. do. This is really a, this a real dope. Church. You really do. There's a lot be. of supernatural stuff happening. We are a teaching ministry, and you want to be a part of a teaching ministry because life is going to throw every challenge it can at you. And being born again, being a born again believer does not exempt you from life's challenges. And you need to know how to navigate life when life happens. And one of the things that we do in this ministry is teach you how to navigate. So you need to be a partner at this ministry. Amen. Now it's your opportunity to give. Praise and God. And I really believe that you ought to give your 2023, your first your offering, first your first seed time, of the year. your first first fruit, your first seed. And listen, you ought to call that thing gooder and gooder. Gooder and gooder. And that I know I, I know some of y'all got PhDs and LLMs and, and, and everything else. But you, you ought to make that your gooder and gooder seed. Gooder and gooder. It's my gooder and good. When I sow my seed today, that's what I'm going to put in the notes. Mm. Gooder, and gooder. gooder and gooder. My expectation is my life it's is my gooder, gooder and gooder. And gooder. Let me tell you why your <laughs> life needs to get gooder and gooder. As you pull up the things so that you can give, you can give through Toddly, through Givelify, through, uh, I about to say through Spotify, but you can't you give, can't through, give Spotify. through Spotify. <laughs> you <laughs> can't give. give. You're not right, giving. Right, All the five started right, working, right? right. right. Put Givelify, Pushpay, Toddly, and Text to Give. But let me tell you why your life should get gooder and gooder. Because heaven is good. Yeah, heaven is good. Heaven is good. Heaven is good. And at 100, you ought to be living better than you was living at 50. Oh, absolutely. Preparing to absolutely. go to heaven. Absolutely. Your life should get. What if you just change your perspective on that? That my life is supposed to get gooder and gooder mm -hmm. so I know how to act when Amen. I get home. Amen. My life is getting gooder and gooder so I know how to act yes. when I get home. I'm experiencing the goodness of God every day so I know how to act. When I get home. Mm. Amen. Amen. Listen, we love you guys. Listen, we love you so much. You want to be a blessing to Pastor Allen for his birthday today. His cash app is, what's your cash app? Money Strip. I was going to say, I don't really cash app you. You don't. I, I bring you money. <laughs> oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I didn't say you didn't right. give me money. Okay. I'm a good kept man. <laughs> Stop telling people that. 
Y'all pray for him. <laughs> anyway, his cash app is Money Strict. If you want to be a blessing to Pastor Edwin today, then you can sow a seed into his life. You can even call his birthday seed Good and Good. You can be gooder. like, listen, because I'm good and gooder for you and good and gooder for me. We love you so much. We're going to run over to our live service today. We want to encourage you to be at the huddle on February the 5th. Listen, some of you are our virtual partners. You, It's time for you to make your way to Northwest Arkansas and see what's happening in the house. Amen. We love you guys. We bless you. What? We love you. We bless you. We are believing God that your life, every covenant partner, every covenant friend, every spiritual child, we declare this is your gooder and gooder year. Amen. And for those of you who hung around and stayed to the end, I'm going to go ahead and tell you, I'm going to release the word for this year at our 11 o'clock service. But because you hung around, I want you to know you can actually go to the website right now. And you can read it. It's available for you. It was released while we were preaching. So you can go and you can read the word for 2023. I'm going to talk about it at our 11 o'clock service. And we'll come back next week and talk a little bit about it here. But we're not leaving our virtual partners out. You can go and read what thus said the Lord for the house of FOC and for you as virtual partners and covenant partners this year. That's why you should stick around. That's why you should hang around. That's why you should always stay to the end. <laughs> Listen, church at FOC is a lot like a Marvel movie. Never leave for the credits. Never row. leave before the credits. Never leave for the credits, bro. You don't know what might pop off. All right, we love you guys. We got to get over to the next service. We'll see you soon. We'll see you February 5th. I believe all. In fact, that's my declaration. I believe partners. Now, they ought to show up because that's the day before your birthday. This is. They ought to show up. Because they are virtual partners. They should, but it's also the day before you. And we, when, when people always celebrate me because mine is on a holiday and da da da, that's great, that's fine. They ought to come February 5th and we ought to just show out for Pastor John's birthday. Y'all should make, put it on your calendars. All right. All right. I love you guys. Take care. Bye bye. Bye.